Hi and welcome to Integrated Awakenings. It's me, Maria, and today we are talking about the destroyer archetype. It's necessary existence and how to healthily wield it. Hi, so I'll be straight with y'all. Source asked me to record this episode because a lot of people are welcoming new energies, new earth, more of their soul, without acknowledging that their destroyership needs to come online. That to dis- to welcome the new earth, you need to destroy the old earth. Yeah. If you want to let your actual eternal soul to come online, anything that is temporal and fake about you needs to die. And those little thought loops, they were designed to self-perpetuate. So they're not just, oh, we're just going to fire you. You have to kill them. It's actual murder. And the thing is, people don't feel like... We don't have cultures that teach you how to kill. Right? Uh, When a farm boy is taught to have respect towards a chicken as they're killing it, there's this initiation into being responsible over life in terms of cultivating that chicken, but also responsible for its own death, meaning having a respectful death and honoring the sacrifice of the chicken as you are eating it. The thing is, if we do not understand the sacrifice, the destruction, the actual death, right? Being able to hold actual sacrifice, you wouldn't there's a part of me that's like, you wouldn't even earn what you're asking for. Like, you're asking for, say, power, you're asking for healing, you're asking for wisdom. But you can't even kill that little thing, which is your excuses, which is your bullshit, which is your uh, fancy necklace of how to say that, ooh, wow, I'm a victim. Like, you can't even kill that. So how do you think you could even earn the birth of all those other things when you're so crowded? And the thing is, back in... And I mean this in almost a very literal way, because back in 2016, right, so that's when I had, like, a lot of these awakenings come online. I could see subtitles on people of what they actually mean. And they're constantly lying. So somebody could be telling me, do this, this, that. And there would be like four other sentences of what they actually meant by that sentence or where they actually are. And I was in so much shock for a good probably few months because I was like, wow, people are full of shit. (laughs) Oh, people are bullshitting all the time. And the thing is, we do it because we're trying to also protect ourselves because for example i can't face this memory in my past right now so i'm going to lie myself about its existence right so for example there's a volcano and then you put a bunch of mattresses on it and say there's no volcano and you know it's comfortable it's nice but at some point the volcano is going to burn your mattress it's going to burn you and it's going to be wanting demanding your attention in terms of hey rectify me rectify my rage rectify your trauma it's gonna it's gonna bite you and the thing is most folks uh as you're walking around on earth think that that's private right that that's just for me 
nobody can see this pain. And I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> I can see it. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I feel like people are missing the whole postulate of everyone is connected. Because that's so stupidly true that I, I mastered so many techniques just to turn you off. Just to turn off like the messaging of your shadow aspects to me. Like I had to train to turn that off because I can hear it so often. So I feel like a lot of folks feel like the part of them that they're so ashamed of, the part of them that they don't, their despair, that they don't understand, blah, blah, blah. They feel like that's just something that they, that they do to themselves. And I'm like, no, hon, you're doing that to the collective because you're everybody. Like, every time you take a shit on yourself, for example, oh, I'm ugly, nobody wants me, nobody loves me, blah, blah, blah. Um, you're kind of doing that to the collective. Not just you. Like, it echoes. In the same way that any part of your healing or any part of, like, your love and prayers are echoed like a uh, spider web, right? You hit one part of the spider web, the whole web moves, right? Yo, every time you take a dump on yourself, that happens too. (laughs) Like, there's literally a code matrix around everybody, right? And the thing is, every time you do anything, it echoes in that matrix. And you are also influenced by that matrix, right? And the only way to freedom is for you to be fully in your power such that a lot of the matrix stuff does not apply to you anymore. Yeah, like some code could be rushing to your body and it just deflects, right? Or is transmuted by your love or by your heart chakra, right? I feel like for I feel like for a lot of times when I talk about this people feel like these are like philosophical ideas to a point they are right but for folks like me who just see it like I see the code I see the lies I see the bullshit I see your light I see your soul trying to peek out of itself um it's not it's not like some fucking fable for me. Like, when when I say that people are full of bullshit that they don't want to burn, I, I mean that in a very literal way. And I think I've worked really hard to be very compassionate with folks in terms of I allow you to actually self-perpetuate your bullshit until you're ready Because the thing is, the moment you're ready, you will burn through that, right? You will kill those things, and you will, like, ascend Phoenix level into your next thing, right? You will will rarify your soul into its actual role. Your soul will actually... It's going to come online. It has, like, really pretty colors, and there's, like... There's, like, layers and textures of, like, your features right so some people have different features of silence of love of wisdom of patience of strength right of stewardship of witnessing there's like so many colors to the that your soul right and all of that comes online and then it keeps lotus flowering open as you keep gunning for it okay 
But the thing is, most of the time, people kind of self-architecture, self-glamorize, and are very quite attached to this, you know, their drama, drama thought form, shit cloak, right? And the thing is, that's why I'm such a fan of self-inquiry, self-contemplation, and radical truth. <laughs> yeah? Because there's this thing about truth-telling. About how much it hurts, right? Truth, truth hurts, they say. But the more you exercise that muscle of truth, right? The more the lies kind of... It's kind of like when you shine light on a vampire and it goes like, No! to me okay so that's what happens to your bullshit right so when you actually really root down to an experience of you know what i deserve love like all your bullshit about not deserving love is like crippling and 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 it's it's like doing like a zombie dance (laughs) zombie vampire dance of dying when you do that and the thing is the noticing and discernment for you to be like oh i'm um, i'm uncomfortable or maybe my system is uncomfortable but what is actually being let go of is not me or maybe it was me but i killed it i've i've said my final rights this is the last time i'm ever going to be self-pitiful this is the last time I'm ever going to pretend that I am not worthy, right? Or that I am not of the divine, for example, right? And that whole, that whole funeral rite, yeah? So I feel like a lot of folks, when they reach for affirmations, so they say the thing, I deserve love, right? You feel the bullshit on your body resonate, right? And then you're like, Oh shit, that's me. Okay, maybe I should go back, go back to that. And it, and I'm like, no, no. Once it reverberates, find its neck and then chop it off. <laughs> chop it off. Like good, good. Every time a situation triggers you or a lesson is being offered to you or like an opportunity, a story of fear is presented in your experience and a way that you made yourself less right less than your actual truth every time it comes up every time it comes up like other people's bullshit other people's projections or even just your own bullshit your very deluxe bullshit right every time it comes on thank it for coming online because what you need to see your picture is that it's a bunch of zombies that are asking for you to please kill me please kill me okay Honestly, uh, I've had a lot of dreams that are initiations, right? Uh, like training. So there were there was a time that Gaia was asking me. Well, I was like working in a hospital and I was like fixing a lot of energetic bodies of like little folk creatures. And the thing is, and then I've had other times when I was working on people. But the thing is that I've also had a lot of assignments where I was a assassin. I was a spy and. I needed to kill things like Dementor level, Voldemort level of like insidious. And I needed to creep up on it and be like, oh, that's the neck. Get it. 
right? <laughs> like, make sure to get it at the neck so it doesn't, like, crawl back up again. And the thing is to do it with utmost duty and respect in a sense that I've also had, like, thought forms beg for me for them to die, right? And these were seed thought forms. So this is Akashic level seed thought forms. They were older than old. And um, every time humans invoked them, so for example, I don't deserve love, they had to be reanimated, even though technically they are way past expiry. Like it was made very clear to me that a lot of the thought forms that we run around, that humans like self-perpetuate these are outdated like they're very windows xp64 they're not supposed to be existing in 2023 they're literally literally like there's an expiration date on them and they're way past june it's very rotten tomatoes it's very rotten apples throw them out right and the thing is i remember like looking at the thought form and being like you know, I can kill you, but the moment another human or another soul asks for you to function, like for you to be like this dysfunctional thing in their brain, you're going to have to walk again, I'm sorry. And I had such sympathy with this aspect of the divine because they were so tired already. They don't want to do this anymore. And it's coming from utmost unconditional love that they even function to give you that shitty thought. You know, think about it. Think about it. If you were the angel in charge of thoughts of like mental energies and you kept being commissioned for like shitty thoughts, how would you feel? Really? Like, <laughs> like really think about that. Like the divine had to do that. It had to animate all your shitty thoughts. And now it's like begging to die. And the thing is, so other than me being conscripted to like to kill a bunch of stuff and then that that dream with the thought form, I feel very familiar with so for example, I feel very familiar with reconstituting people's energies, but I also feel very familiar with murder like. I know how it feels to kill something. So, for example, a lot of um, other guys will say, I've been rich, I've been poor, I've been a saint, I've been a sinner. And um, same, <laughs> same, I, I, same. I do remember the times when I was rich and I, and I was poor in terms of my lifetimes. But I think as a soul, right, I think what's more evident for me is that I've been a healer and I've been a killer, right? And they were the same thing. Like, can you let that simmer for a bit? Every time I'm healing, I'm killing the poison out of you. You see what I'm saying? Now, I understand that some folks who don't want to take this to a ontological, subliminal, subconscious level will be like, oh my god, Maria's saying that we should, like, be murderers or something. And I'm like... You understand that I mean of the subtle realm, right? <laughs> you mean of untruth, right? You get it, right? You get that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to really drive this home. So every time you have a mental, emotional idea, 
right? For example, I love my dog, right? What happens is that that energy emanates from you. And it's like, for example, it's like a little blue cloud around you, right? And then sometimes it dissipates bigger, especially if your energy is huge. And sometimes it's like a little small, cute thing on you, right? Those things have memory and those things have staying power. So for example, a house full of love kind of has the memories of love and it's kind of echoing and uh, spiraling in that. In the same way that a place where a murder happened or uh, a brutal killing or rape happened, right? The space remembers it because there's literally like an energy form that is created by that action. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm saying that you need to learn how to kill, what I'm saying is that all your other thought forms that are not of your highest best truth, that is not from the very fiber of your soul, they need to die. They need to go. And you need to kill it, okay? Because you made those things. And if you actually want to be responsible for your creatorship, you need to be responsible for your destroyership. See what I'm saying? So there's this thing about you can't just eat, eat, eat and not take a dump. You need to take a shit, right? So there's that sense of, okay... I cannot think of happy thoughts anymore because there's this huge weight on me of like all my bullshit and it's deluxe ancient bullshit, right? And I don't mean ancient just from your childhood ancient, but cross lifetimes ancient. Like I've been like this so often, so often, right? And the thing is that There has to come a point when you could look at that thing you made and be like, I love you. I get why I made you. I understand that you also want to go, right? The thing wants to go. I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to do us both a favor and kill you now. I'm going to pay respects. And I'm going to give myself space and room to breathe without you. Right? Very breakup energy too, right? It's when you have to axe something. And the thing is, a lot of my uh, meditations, right? A lot of my uh, inductions, ceremonies, have this strong going back to your original energy and then letting anything that is triggered by it to radiate off and to be swallowed by the void. That is kind of like a short destroyer sequence, right? And most of the time, we're not aware of what it is, and that's actually fine because there's just this willingness to take out the trash. You don't need to sort through your trash all the time, but you just take it out, right? I do, however, want to offer a short exercise in terms of... I want you to think about the four things that torture you the most, mentally, emotionally. So these are things that enter your mind every so often. It could be a memory of you did something and was bad, or you did something and it's like, I don't know if I could forgive that person, blah, 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 or... It's just, it's just something that's cinching you, something that's choking off your life force. And 
depending on how strong your intuitive muscle is, ask spirit how many can you kill today. So some folks, it could be like a four. Some people, it could be a six. It could be an eight. But all of them have to be like whammies. Like, oh, the part of me that's still seeking for validation. Oh, uh, the part of me that wants... The part of me that somehow wants to be more normal so that I could just not have to learn my own power. You know, so just sentences like that, right? Uncomfortable ones. Things that kind of make your energy go like, that vampire like being offered to the sun, right? Offered to the sun of truth, okay? I need you to write it down. And I need you to literally kill it. I need you to destroy the fucker, right? My favorite is fire. I I like offering things to an actual flame. And I do call on the original fires. I call on all entities and energies that do want to murder this thing. And we kind of do a group like, fuck you, you know? (laughs) I love you, fuck you. We do that thing together. Um, But I do understand that some folks... I remember when I was much younger... I would also rip paper. So for example, feelings that you don't, uh, you can't excise or you can't properly kill. So you could write it on a lot of post-it notes and then shred it one by one. Like have your own, have your whole punk era, okay? I have had some folks literally use a kitchen knife to stab something just to really hit home in their body that I need to kill this, right? you know, so that in Tagalog, that's, I need to really cut this, stab it, puncture it. And the thing is, if you're still, you know, I'm also a cutie pie, <laughs> So I understand when some folks, when they watch too many violent, if they watch too many violent films, they're like, oh my God, why do I need to subject my nervous system to this? And I feel like, I get it, I get it, especially if the plot's like bad. (laughs) It doesn't, it's not a mirror of deep truths. I get it if it's like, oh, this is just noise. But I need you to be able to have a reference for a noble death or a noble killing. So people who were socialized as a man might have an easier time to think of examples because there are, you know, because some boys definitely have like rituals around uh, death in the same way that sports and needing to defeat slash kill your enemy, right? Um, is kind of like a whole journey for masculine energies. And the thing is, even this destroyer ship is kind of like a masculine coming online, right? But anyway, regardless of that, I need you to think of a situation where somebody you admired, an energy you respected, energy you witnessed, an energy that you feel like is really close to truth. This could be somebody else. This could be you. This could be like a fictional character. This could be just a moment, right? A moment when they had to slay down something that was a lie. 
So it could be like a really fun roast of your favorite celebrity. It could be a very good turning point in a debate that you really watched or maybe your favorite political speaker who really addressed criticism in such a perfect, cutting, loving way. And really like, for example, murdered, quote unquote, the press because of just how strong and true they were of their natural right, right? Okay, I need you to see that situation and eat it for breakfast. What do I mean? I need you to imbibe that. I need you to rehearse that. I need you to... I need you to be able to rehearse the strength of standing your ground in your truth. Okay? And I I know that a lot of people were like, Oh, where's the compassion? Where's the softness? Where's the, where's the being able to relax into this? And I'm like, yo, the best martial artists are perfectly relaxed in their defense stance. Right? Okay? But unless you've mastered it, you can't relax yet. You're still trying to harden up your abs, your core, to even just stand your ground. Okay, so don't put one foot before the other one has even stepped, right? You need to do it in the right order. And the thing is, if you don't have this fire yet of just standing your ground against your own bullshit, don't do the relaxing thingy yet, (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not... Um, if you don't have the structure of your own truth protecting you, your softness will only be taken advantage of. Okay? Unless somebody... So, for example, in a therapy session or in a session... Your softness and vulnerability could be accessed because somebody else is holding the container of that masculine energy and that truth, right? But as you are inducting into yourself your own healing, you cannot guide yourself into deeper levels of fragility and vulnerability unless you actually rack up fucking strength. And again, the capacity to kill, because as you get more vulnerable and you soften up and then more of like your older demons come up, it, are you just going to let those demons like chop your head off? Or are you going to actually kill it? See what I'm saying? So for example, somebody has like very old trauma around, say, sex or maybe just a lot of like emotional abuse slash neglect from their parents. Okay. If you uncover those memories and you didn't rack up strength, wouldn't you just drown? Do you see do you see what I'm where I'm coming from? I'm really coming from I'm looking at this almost in a math perspective. If you have zero momentum and you unravel more shit, right? You have zero capacity to annihilate shit. Wouldn't you just drown if you unravel more? And if you say it's in the name of healing, I'm going to say that's in the name of ignorance. Because <laughs> that is not... Um, 
and you're kind of just making yourself worse because you're unpacking more load that you have no way to incinerate yet yeah and the thing is i need you to be strong and i don't mean physically strong or like emotionally toughing stuff out no it's strong meaning you could discern where truth is hold your ground there and make the tough decisions of needing to end something when it has ended and being even being even able to separate the wheat from the chaff being able to sort the rice from the sand in terms of this is nourishing to me and this is not okay this is i'm gonna be so nitpicky about this this yes this no okay now i know that some folks will be like okay maria's giving us a strong argument about living in truth uh what's the process around this Even if, for example, you've already heard the shadow episode. Okay. And even if, for example, I ask you to write the how many thought forms you're going to kill today, right? And then actually kill them, actually murder them. Um, what if you wanted more of a process, right? Like, how does this look like, if not in theory? How does this look like? in a process that Murray actually mathematically approves of. Okay, so what you do is when you're sitting down to contemplate or meditate or journal, you could put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly, breathe in, breathe out, really settle into a deeper aspect of yourself. So practice relaxing into your truth into your prime energy i've had other episodes that demo that so it's more of i guide you to get there but you need to know how to get there by yourself so get there okay get there and tell yourself a truth you know what if i didn't lie to myself if i was absolutely fucking honest I actually blank, blank, blank. And then just feel it on your body. Actually, if I'll be real with you, blah, blah, blah doesn't matter. Right? And then just feel the relief on your body of being able to say that. And you know how when you say one thing and it landslides to another? Say that other thing. Say that other very real thing. Oh, actually, it's also about blah, blah, blah. Always been blah, 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 but I didn't want to admit it. It's almost like a confession. Yeah, it's like you're going to confession, okay? Let it keep, let it roll. Let it keep rolling. Actually, I keep blaming other people or my circumstances of why I'm so fucking tired. But actually, it's about blah. What's actually exhausting me is blah, right? And I need you to be able to say that out loud. And fill in the blanks. <laughs> fill in the blanks. And I need you to keep going and I need you to feel the energy get bigger in you. Like it's a physical force. Actual truth feels like a fucking bomb. That's why it's called truth bomb, right? And the thing is, there is a magnetism and a presence to truth. And if we've lived long enough in a lot of situations where we had to compromise and lie a lot, 
um, you people might be un- you yourself can be uncomfortable with this nutrient in your system because you've just never been this confessional. You've never been this real, right? But you've been aching for it. You've been aching for your own strength. You're looking for people where you could just be quote unquote real with them because you feel like you still need that excuse, that prop of someone actually listening to actually say the truth, right? I'm saying drop that, you know, just say it. Just say the truth to yourself. Say it out loud. It's in your body. It will echo in your body if you could actually nail it on the head. Okay? And I need you to keep going. Give it a full 15 minutes, 20 minutes. If you could afford it, maybe 30 minutes, right? Maybe do it as you're waking up or if you're trying to reorient yourself from like a disorienting, confusing conversation. Say a bunch of truths. And if you can't feel for like a deep truth, go for some easy ones like my name is blah, blah, blah. Or I did this and it was good for me. Or I can trust myself enough for this. So really try to find what part of truth you can still reach for, but gun, go down. Go down. Go to like really deep arcane truths of you. And I need you to tussle a bit with everything that dies with it. So after you talk out loud, after you talk out after you talk out loud, saying your little string of truths, I need you to capture almost like Oh, these are the rubbles that I hit with my true thunder, right? And I want you to kind of look at the rubble and kind of batch it together. Kind of like a sorting facility, kind of like a trash facility of being like, you know what? I keep looking for other people's like go signal for me to believe something happened. Or I, I keep needing other people's opinions to make a decision about something or feel good about something or even just feel like something's real, right? And there's that um, undermining of my self-authority. Shit, that's gotta go, right? So you kind of, there's like a big circle of like, ah, undermining my self-authority. Ah, you gotta go. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So you, you batch a bunch of words. So you can write it out if you're that kind of person, but you could also just put a lot of words, right? Batch it and then exit right because there's this theme and that's why i'm asking you to chunk stuff into categories because as you're saying truths and as you realize the bullshit that's being debris alongside with it you're like oh i used to make that okay now the thing is when something dies Unless if it's... Uh, I understand that there's zombies and then they can reanimate and stuff. But there's this thing where when I say kill it, I really mean with finality. There is... It's basically cold turkey. There's no easing yourself off of the cigarettes. You just stop. Okay? I know that for some people, their nervous system is still trying to come online with being decisive with being able to stick the landing of your decisions. 
I'll be real with you. It should be the moment that you say that this isn't gonna happen anymore. That's the end. That's that's the that's the blade that's done. There is no after. There is no aftershock. There is no but but but. That, no, that's 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 like a true death. That's a respectful death. If you actually respectfully killed it, you won't be like, oh my god, no, I actually like you. Let me reanimate this dead cat and like and then kill it again later. I'm like, yo, that's just cruel. Okay, when you kill it, you kill it. You mean it. Okay, you actually fucking mean what you're doing. So. I I really want to say I understand if some people's nervous system can't do that yet, right? But I will be very straight with y'all in terms of your strength, energy, integrity, truth needs to be at the level of like, I'm not doing that and it's final. That's what you're reaching for. If you need to self-check, self-assess where you are in terms of like, oh, this is how much I could embody my truth and be able to defend it, be able to like kill the bullshit that emerges within me and is surrounding me historically, that's your measurement tape. How fast can you pick it up? How fast can you kill it? How sincerely can you kill it? Meaning no reanimated dead cat, okay? And it's done. Now, I know for some folks who come from personal development spheres or maybe psychology spheres will be like, wow, that's like asking for a lot slash slash is that even possible? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I know that some folks are like, oh, that's not well, is that even human not needing time? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And the thing, is, the thing is, I feel like for a lot of folks who do like those kinds of studies, who be like, okay, this is the average time it takes to recover that, and this is like the more sustainable way to sustain this. I understand that that is how you know things, right? How you think you come to know things. But what I'm arguing for, or what I'm trying to shake your fucking ass with, is that if you're coming from soul... Okay, if you're coming from the eternity of your own soul, that doesn't matter anymore. That just dies too. Even the idea of this needs to take time. Even the idea of I need to go quote unquote easy on myself. Even the idea of can we mercifully let this thing... Like imagine you're that thought form, right? You're, you're that thing that wants to die. Do you want it to have a slow, aching death where it's kind of limping around? Or do you want it to just peacefully go to rest, to sleep, and then just doesn't wake up? There's no more like prolonged six-month slow death. It just dies. There's that peacefulness to it, right? So I feel like for folks who want to ease into this kind of stuff... I feel like you're not getting the death part, the immediacy of it, okay? And I do mean this on a soul level. So that's why I say death archetype, killer archetype, destroyer archetype is because it is a function of your soul. And the thing is, if you haven't sincerely, genuinely destroyed something in your life yet, So, for example, destroyed a previous identity, destroyed 
a certain manner of thinking within you or even just for example you close down your own business or you you destroyed a relationship for example or you destroyed your own body if for example you had like ED for a time if you don't own up to that the expression of de- your destroyership is just going to come out in different ways. You know how for example somebody has their libido like the sex energy and you repress it and you think it's gone and then it just comes out in weirder ways because it didn't have the proper platform to do it. Yeah, that's the thing with like your idea to kill or destroy. If you don't have a proper relationship with your destruction, you're going to have self-destructive thoughts. Like really weird scenarios in your brain, cruelty out of nowhere, because your destroyer muscle wants to be used, and since you keep stuffing it down, it's finding really really weird expressions of like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna oh, maybe I off myself, right, right, or I just mess up these things that are perfectly fine in my life, right? Because that's the thing. Your killer is wanting to be used. Your destroyer is wanting to be used. But since you're not aiming it to your bullshit, you're not squaring your eyes onto your own previous karma that you need to fuck up. Since you're still closing your eyes, it's finding really healthy things to like gobble up and destroy because it needs to be fed. It's like a muscle. It's like, oh shit, I need a target. You see what I'm saying? So the thing is, I'm really trying to hit home here is that that thing is alive within you that is a living function within you and unless your eyes are trained to that which actually deserves an appropriate death you're going to keep sabotaging or fucking up shit that doesn't actually deserve that kind of useless handling yeah that kind of shooting yourself on your own foot energy yeah you keep you keep blaming for example oh, i'm gonna uh, actually i'm just gonna bl-, you know it's just aimed wrong you're, you're aiming at yourself instead of aiming at the bullshit yes we understand that you still identify yourself with the bullshit that's why we said open your eyes first that's why we need to clear your scope first that's why we need to clarify we need to clean up we need to be able to sort the wheat from the chaff so that when your killer goes right you feed it the right thing see what i'm saying because i feel like a lot of folks when they're feeling quite self-destructive or quite in a down in the dumps dark energy thing their dog is wanting to fuck something up but you you didn't buy it food (laughs) You didn't you didn't sort out oh this is your food. And now it just wants to destroy your house, right? Cuz you didn't buy it food. And what I mean by buy it food is that you sorted out your bullshit and you're like, "Oh, hello my bullshit incinerator. You are my ally." Yeah. So I feel like a lot of folks who feel a lot of rage, who feel a lot of actually I'll be honest, who feel a lot of self-destruction or even anger at the world. Yeah, yeah. 
but don't feel the creative force of that destruction yet. Let me gently, gently, gently tell you that maybe you're not aiming at the right thing that you're destroying, right? And I'm saying that aim at closer fruit, not the far off ones yet. So for example, people who have a lot of criticism with like a lot of world events, I'm like, clean up, clean up your own energy form first, and then you can handle collective energy grids and clear those, right? Actually come from a place of truth when you're actually building those things because if you're not clean you're just perpetuating more patterns you're not um it's like you're painting with a paintbrush that has other paint on it already so as you're dipping it into like new earth color for example yellow it's actually not a clean yellow because it has all your previous paint and dirt and i'm like yo wash it off first okay okay so, if you have that carnal, <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it's essential for folks who <laughs> need their head banged a few times. If you have a part of you that feels like it needs, you haven't given it permission to kill. Like you're ashamed of the times that you were quite violent or you were quite, um, like you didn't understand where, where that came from or where that destruction came from or like, how can I, how can I fuck myself up that much? And you're like, okay, here's the thing. I need you to respect your killer first. Respect it. Respect it in terms of like, what's it, what is its actual function? And I need you to give it new food. The correct food, which is your own karma, which is your own bullshit. And if you can't find your bullshit, trace your own truth. Make it deeper and deeper until bullshit laves off of you like debris. Okay? And the thing is, if you think you're free of bullshit, think again. Yeah? Unless you can actually feel primordial truth come from source and it's emanating from you 24-7, you have bullshit on you. Like, it's just... I don't... There is an impossible presence and magnetism, clarity, and posture to when you are holding your truth. If you don't feel that aligned, there's still bullshit within you to clear. And stop bullshitting yourself if you think that you're exempt from that. Okay, everybody needs to come online. Everybody needs to be clean. Everybody needs to be fully themselves. And everybody needs this feature, which is destruction. Okay? And you need to know how to be healthy about it. To be able to discern what deserves the acts. I know a lot of folks don't want this part of themselves to come online because if you've been the the victim uh, role before, you're going to be like, oh, but I don't want to be like him or I don't want to be like that guy, right? And I'm like, you need to understand even God destroys. Yeah? Even, even we need to learn how to wield these aspects in a responsible way if you even want to love and protect in the way that you dream of 
there is no oh can I just be in the Gaia caregiving unit all my days in my life I'm gonna just be like a cute nurse who like fixes all these animals forever I never have to stab anything <laughs> no that's not an option <laughs> that's not an option unfortunately everyone's a whole being and all your aspects do come online and this is like one of the most repressed ones but it's really asking to be very much used because you will have no space to welcome your new self if you don't actually destroy anything now i'm gonna leave you with that and here's the thing if you're really serious about integrating all of your soul allowing it to come online and really burning karma i would advise you to book a one-on-one -on -one session with me especially if this resonates with you like this whole podcast because the rectifications the exp a lot of things are just expedited when you have somebody who's like holding these other dimensions for you okay and i feel like a lot of folks haven't yet invested money-wise into their own soul's healing because they haven't prioritized it yet. I do want you to get to that whole sitting with yourself and telling the truth. So I'm gonna leave you to that. And I actually won't advise you to send this to any friends who might need it. I need you to eat the food slash eat the medicine first before you go around recommending it to other people so do try that first and then let me know um that's it for this episode ciao